So the Public Health Agency of Canada says 18 cases of E. coli linked to romaine lettuce have been confirmed in Ontario and Quebec. How does this happen? I don't know. They're trying to trace down the source of the E. coli because they don't know exactly where it's coming from right now. Doesn't that come from animal poo? I don't know where it comes from. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Animals get in the lettuce sometimes. I get it. I guess so. So if you have any romaine lettuce in your fridge, maybe you took some to work, it's recommended you either don't eat it or you toss it out. So basically you have a good excuse to throw it out before it rots naturally in the back of your fridge. It always happens, right? You have good intentions. Your heart's in the right place. You're at the store. You're like, you know what? The salad's not even on sale, but healthy choices starting today. You buy that salad. Six days, it begins to wilt completely. At the end of the day, you just don't feel like having it. You think you want it, and you just never do. Health officials also warning about kale salad right now. There's no bacteria. It's just disgusting. It's just gross. Why, I mean, why can't kale get the E. coli? I know. It's always, kale's always like, no, we're a superfood. We're, we're superfood. We're good for you. Screw <sighs> you, kale. And then it lasts forever, too, so you can never have the excuse that, oh, the kale's rotten. It never will. It, it lasts for five months in your fridge. It's like the perfect food, aside from it tastes like industrial waste. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Stan Lee's death was a big one. He made Iron Man, Spider-Man, the Hulk, the X-Men. Figure there may be some local superheroes we could pay tribute to. A lot of people don't know about the Wingham Wingman. He's the best guy to entertain your girlfriend's friend when you're on a date. Excellent Wingman. Totally need this guy. Oh, really? You like to bake? Oh, no, that's, yeah, no, that's great. I mean, our local superheroes, they do simple things, but very important, like the Carlo Car Destroyer. If you don't slow down in Carlo, oh, he'll come after you. He will. If you don't slow down at those speed bumps, he's got you. Captain Vanastra, he just hides in the radar dome and cries. Oh, the Godrich gatekeeper, he just stands there on the square waiting for the tourists to go the wrong way around the square. I think that's just outgoing Mayor Kevin Morrison in tights. It could be. I think it's just No, him. that's a nookshook Ian. Oh, okay. Yeah, he stays down at the beach, makes sure people don't put up those nookshooks. God forbid someone breaks their hip. People don't know about Dashwood Donnie. He's Dashwood's Donald Trump. I'm going to build a wall around Hensel, and they're going to pay for it. It's going to be the biggest, best wall. I make the best walls. You're fired. He's fast, too. Go to Exeter and back in two seconds. He can dash. He can dash. It's right in his name. Clinton's Radar Rick. Uh, he just goes to the slots. Yeah, he just gambles all day. That's it. He won 40 bucks once. He's got the superpowers, but he rarely uses them. He loves the free Coke. But he's distracted by gambling. Yeah, Poor guy. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. So these guys came to Godridge in the summer carrying these religious signs. They had scripture verses on there basically saying everyone who isn't like them is going to hell. Yeah, and they especially targeted women. They'd stand on the street corner with their little megaphone and they'd harass women who were wearing clothing they didn't approve of. Oh yeah, basically if you're wearing shorts, you're going straight to hell. If you're wearing pants, you're going to hell. You can't show any leg. T-shirt, hell. The city of London developed a bylaw to deal with these guys. The town of Godrich also wants to develop a bylaw. Councillor Matt Hoy. He's a member of the Celtic Blue Highlanders. Yes. Great bagpipe band in town. Proposed that, okay, next time these guys are around, call me up. We'll get some of the Highlanders. We'll go down and just simply drown them out. It says in the Bible, thou shalt not wear shorts while women belong in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. They're just here to have me. Oh, that's good. And scene. That would be a great way to troll them. Because what's worse than hate speech? Bagpipes. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, yeah. I kid you. We love the bagpipes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try to take it back now. We might need you this summer. Be on the ready. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. 
So you grew up with the game Monopoly, right? You're a millennial. Yes, sir. Think that millennials can't relate to it anymore. And so they've put out a millennial version. But do you play Monopoly because you relate to it? Or do you play it because it's fun and you always beat your younger brother? More about uh, getting angry and flipping the board at the end of it. There's always a board Always flip. a board There's flip. always that one family member who flips the board. Here's the concept. Instead of collecting as much cash as possible, players are challenged to rack up the most experiences to win. You don't buy property? No, you get experiences and you rent instead. It's like sleeping on your friend's couch a three-day music festival, vegan food options, and even a yoga studio. Have they just become a cliche version of themselves? Pretty much. And instead of free parking, it's like avocado toast. The experience of avocado toast. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And instead of money, it's just a checking account that's always in the overdraft. You go on a life journey. And you never go to jail either. You go to healing lodges. Right. (laughs) You got political with it. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. People are flocking, no pun intended, to Godridge to see a, a really rare bird, an Ontario first, a single calliope hummingbird. <laughs> has brought bird watchers from across North America, apparently, right here to Godrich. Would you drive miles to see a bird? I drove to West Virginia from Godrich to have pizza. Okay, so yeah, if I was into birds, it's not a far-fetched. But it's the only one I feel bad for. It It might not have a mate. It's the first one seen in our neck of the woods. Well, it's on its own, and usually they're in Central America by now. So I don't really know what it's doing here. And all the little hummingbird food, that might freeze. Isn't that water and sugar? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if it's still drunk from music in the fields. Could be. It was hanging out in Huron County. Ah, can't find its way home. Good old Lucknow got lost on the way. Went to the plowing match, got trashed there. Just woke up from its hangover. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. They're coming from all over to catch a glimpse of this bird that's been spotted in Godrich. This bird that's not really supposed to be here at this time of year. No, the Calliope hummingbird. A rare sight. I get it. If you're a bird enthusiast and you get to see one in the wild, that's kind of cool, right? Comes from western U.S. Western Canada is usually where they're found. Maybe lost his job in the oil industry. Came over here to work at the salt mine. Possibly. So yeah, this was spotted in the backyard of Alinda Johnston's home. I like birds. I would travel to see birds. I could be a birder if, if I could afford it. Right. Just all the driving around and finding the time to do it. And a lot of waiting. I could see myself doing this in retirement. I think it's a good marketing opportunity for the, for the town of Godrich. Start printing t-shirts. I came to birdwatch in Godrich and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. I'm with Hummingbird and an arrow pointing yes. to the left. We can make retirement money, which you can use to retire and go birdwatching. I survived the square. <laughs> you didn't back into that person in front of you doing 20 kilometers. Little picture of a hummingbird on the windshield. <laughs> splattered. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny. You can't splatter a hummingbird going around the square even if you tried. There's one place I would go to see a bird, but I don't know where it is. Can you tell me how to get to Sesame Street? Mornings with Matt and Fatty. I got a cold sore. Cold sores are the worst. Yeah, buddy. It's such a cruel joke. It's on your lips. So every time a little piece of food touches it, you're like, ah, ah. Not overly painful, but you can feel your whole body in that one little cold sore. It throbs. You go to the doctor. He doesn't put the stethoscope on your chest. He puts it on your lip. It's so big and ugly. <laughs> the only way to ease the pain is to actually inflict more pain upon it. Like when you pinch yourself so you don't feel the needle. You squeeze your lips and feel the pain so you won't feel the pain. What the I, hell I is wrong with you? In order to heal properly, they have to crust over, which is some kind of cruel joke too, because your mouth's always wet. It takes forever to heal because you can't get that scab formed ever. And then the scab looks so ugly, you end up picking it, and it lasts like three times as long. Then you find out that it's herpes. <laughs> 
<laughs> it actually is herpes. I know. And then you have to explain to your wife why you have herpes. Just a cold sore. Why Just are you... Just a cold sore. Stop packing the van. <laughs> Come back. I miss my wife. You're born with it in your system. Mm -hmm. Guess that's where the hussy name comes from. Your last name is hussy. My <laughs> relatives were hussies. They sure were. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Bunch of curling champs. Olympic gold medal winners. They got kicked out of a curling match in Red Deer because they were trashed. Me and Matt feeling like maybe they were just misunderstood. Curling and drinking go together like... Well, hockey and fighting. Or is it unreasonable to drink while you're curling. I say absolutely not. I think it goes with the whole curling culture. And I realized when I moved to Huron County a couple of years ago, people would ask me things and I would kind of misconstrue them. For example, do you want to go to the curling rink and play some curling? Translation, want to go drinking. Do you want to watch the Blue Jays play tonight? Translation, want to come over to my house and drink. Hey Matt, do you smoke pot? Did you vote liberal in the last election? It's an easy thing to misconstrue. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's just code for something else. You grew up in Belgrave, right? Translation, Where's the bush party this weekend? It's, it's important to understand each other in Huron County. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Imagine every time you did something at your workplace. Every time we do a radio bet, we applaud ourselves. We, st we stand up and give ourselves an applause. This is what's happening at Queen's Park to the point where the Speaker of the House had to say, like, guys, you're taking up all the time standing up and sitting down and clapping. We're not getting anything done here. Respectfully ask members to keep their ovations to a minimum to enhance the decorum in this place. 21 for the PCs and the NDPs stood up seven times for themselves. In the Liberals tried, but there's only five of them. Nobody even noticed they were clapping. They were just busy putting whoopee cushions under the NDP and the PCs. Imagine this happened at other workplaces. Stock the shelf at Walmart. You get... Yes, great job, great job. Clark at McDonald's, they bring out your fries for you. <laughs> yeah, I'd love if this was a thing. That transaction on debit actually goes through, doesn't read insufficient funds. You've all worked hard this week. We all deserve a standing ovation. Everybody deserves a standing ovation. But hey, if your elected officials who are there doing their regular job get to stand up for themselves 20 times in one session and give themselves applause, damn it, you deserve applause as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I have a solution. Stand-up desks. They need stand-up desks. See, They're kind of trendy right now. I don't know about this. Premier Doug Ford, he's been standing up and sitting down so much, he's got eight-pack abs now. I know, they're all getting fit. He did the cover of GQ recently, just shredded that Just Doug shredded Ford. all that up and down. 21 crunches, that, that'll get you some nice abs. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. One of the funniest things I've seen in a while, a group of Russians, they dressed up as a cardboard cutout of a bus. Why? They wanted to cross a vehicle-only bridge, and they, they figured if they went all Fred Flintstone style in this cardboard bus, that they'd be able to cross this bridge. No pedestrians allowed on this bridge. For safety reasons. It shows them trying to get onto the bridge. Security guard on foot is running toward them, <laughs> catching them on foot. They were Russian, but not fast enough. You asked me for the good rimshaw sound effect for, for that, that joke. It's terrible. For that joke. I guess you could say they were busted. Oh, sorry. You got any more? Probably just a bunch of bored teenagers. Or should I say cardboard? I gave you the good crickets too. I was hoping those would be so bad they were funny. But I don't even think they were bad enough to be funny or funny enough to be bad. Fair enough. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. How have I not thought of this? This guy couldn't get a taxi, went to a kebab shop, ordered a delivery to his address, and then just got in with the delivery driver. That's that, sketchy. 
That's genius. Uh, no. He got home. And he got food. He's got home and he got food, but I feel bad for the delivery driver. I know a guy who delivers pizza next door for Domino's. If I was a delivery driver, I don't want to drive sketchy drunk people home. It's not my job. Every now and then I don't have a vehicle here at the station. I could just order Domino's and then they could drop me off at home. They're literally next door to our studio. Yeah. Or if you have to go pick up your son in Blythe or something or pick up the car if he's taking the car to work, you order a pizza, have it delivered to his work in Blythe. Or if you want food and you want to save on gas, just do this every day. You have a CAA membership, just have your car towed to and from work every single day. I have thought of intentionally running out of gas just to get that free CAA gas. You feel like you pay for the yearly yeah. membership. You want that free gas fill up. I have thought of that. They give you one, right? Every every year you get one. Yeah. And when you don't use it, it's like, oh, should have used that one. Oh, yeah. Cheap. It's not cheap. It's thrifty. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Well, the show must go on. If you're on stage and you're Shania Twain and you got to take a leak. She admitted in an interview recently that she went to the bathroom on stage. She was wearing a skirt. Oh, but she was clever. She had a glass of water there as well. Quickly spilled the glass of water so that the crowd would think, oh, she just spilled her water. Wet herself right there on stage. You would think somebody from Timmins, Ontario. Yeah. The the far north of Ontario would know a thing or two about holding your bladder. Yeah, right. Just driving around up there. There's nowhere to stop. Going from Timmins to campus casing. You hold your bladder for the whole drive. Keep it in, Shania. I'm thinking she damaged her bladder growing up in Timmins. Maybe. Maybe it's cold up there. I never understood that when your parents would like, yeah, we're going to stop 20 minutes up the road. There's a town. I got to go right now. Or teachers would do this sometimes in the classroom. Oh, you can wait till lunch, 15 minutes. Yeah, no, teacher, I can't. No, I can't. Unless you want to clean up pee off the floor. Yeah, you got to go. You got to go. You had eight brothers and sisters, nine kids in total. This had to have happened, right? Somebody peed in the car. My daughter did this once. Oh, no. Went right there in the car. Just two weeks ago. Right there on the floor of the car. Oh, man. she She was young. She didn't know any better. Like, not like. Like 13 young, like way young. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's tough. Have you ever gone into a, a cup? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking those long drives. Turns out a cup doesn't hold the amount your bladder holds. Well, no, you got to have the right cup, though. Yeah. I talked to a trucker buddy of mine. He works in the oil fields in Alberta, and he says the big old Gatorade bottles. Oh, yeah. The fat ones with the wide lid, because it's got the wide lid. It's got the wide cap. So regardless of how well you're endowed, you can fit it in there. Okay. And it's, and it's got a lot of storage. Uh, and then I'm not recommending you do this, but a lot of truckers huck the bottle out the window. So if you're on a, if you're on a highway, especially 400 series highway, Yuck. you see a lot of bottles that look like they have some old Gator. That's not Gatorade. Well, we tested this out once. An extra large at the Hortons, not big enough. No, for my bladder anyway. No, but learn, that, that was the, the old. Hard. That was the old sizes though. Yeah, it's true. Since, since then they've gotten the new sizes, bladder size sizes. If you've if you've practiced, let us know which size Tim Hortons cup actually works for your bladder. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Is it just me or I don't see as many kids outside playing in the snow? What are you doing looking out for kids in the snow? Yeah, maybe it's just the age I'm at. My kids are older. They don't go out as much. That could be all it is. We don't play in snow, Dad. But we used to go out for hours and hours. We used to play that fox and goose game. Make <laughs> little paths, and then someone's the fox, and they have to catch all the people. But you're limited to running around on all those paths. What kind of 1940s game is this? We used to have a hula hoop and a rock, and we <laughs> were happy with it. And we were happy. God, we liked it, and we loved it. Kids have smartphones. They don't need this. We used to walk to school backwards uphill, and we loved it. I think you get to that age where you don't have kids anymore, and you think, well, I don't see kids doing that anymore. It's because you don't have kids anymore, and you're not at the same events with all the other parents with kids. And you start talking like the old prospector, complaining about young people these days. Because I don't think it's true at all. Kids use too many curse words. Things cost more than they used to. (laughs) 
<laughs> no escaping it either. Just happens. Back in my day, we didn't have tablets. We carved things in stone tablets. We literally had stone tablets. Yeah. Me and Moses used to hang out and carve <laughs> things into tablets. This was 6,000 years ago. Man, I miss that golden calf. It was shiny. Oh, man. You get a little out of touch and you forget. My wife's grandmother almost acted as if she never raised kids. Oh, they shouldn't do that. And Oh, they're too loud. I think you forget that you actually went through that. You did that. Your kid was terrible in the grocery store, too. Yeah. Cereal aisle, especially. Yes. That's the worst aisle. You forget, though. No, you can't have Count Chocula. There's too much sugar. But I want it! But I want it! I love when kids talk while crying. That was your kid last week, and he's 20. Yeah. I don't want to have snacks. Stop crying or we're going to leave the store, Matthew. Now you're just having a seizure on the air. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Well, I'm a guy without a change purse. Searched all over the place. I need a new wallet. Because you know what happened to me last week? I was in line at the checkout at the grocery store and all my cards fell out. Because they've been just sort of just suspended in there because all the leather and everything's all busted up. Everything fell out. Some of them fell in behind the till where the lady was standing. Some of them fell in the garbage. It was so embarrassing. Two people waiting behind me and they're just rolling their eyes. Were you in the express line? Yeah. Is this going to take a while? <laughs> Is there anything more embarrassing than you, slowing I, down the express line? <laughs> I was so embarrassed. So you went shopping for a new wallet, but you couldn't find one to fit your needs because you, like many people over 70, require a change purse. Well, we still have change in our economy. I don't understand why not a single wallet maker puts in a change purse anymore. Couldn't. Where are you supposed to put your change? You can't put the change in where you put the bills because I got that little hole in the middle. I don't know where I'm supposed to put my change. So now I have to buy a separate change purse. So desperate to find a change purse wallet that I'm thinking of just having a woman's purse. You get a fanny pack. <laughs> a purse. That would work. Fanny packs are good. They're fanny packs. They're coming back. I'm at that age they're where I a fanny pack. I could sport the fanny pack. I just imagine you at the grocery store checkout, you snap open your little change purse and you put a nickel one by one I on did. the counter for the cashier. I did that the other day. Counting too. them out loud while the people behind you are like, oh, why is a radio guy Ugh. counting out his nickels? Well, eventually you got to spend that change because it just piles up because you got don't have a change purse. You do what I do. You just let it all collect on the floor of your car mm. underneath yeah. the seat because it all falls in between the seat and the armrest. Oh, I know. And then when you're cleaning your car out in the spring, <laughs> you collect it all and you give it to your wife or girlfriend to sort through and deposit into the bank. I'll admit, sometimes I just can't be bothered collecting that stuff and I just let the vacuum suck it up. Oh, shame That's on how you. useless sometimes change is. That's your hard-earned money. Isn't that awful? Those are shiny nickels. Five cents and under, I just suck up in the vacuum. I'm required by law to alert the government your vacuum. That's illegal, isn't all it? That, I don't think just so. throw out money. It's wasteful to throw out money. Yeah. And you got kids. You do it all the time. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Studies found that the most stressful number of kids a mother can have is three. Three. Which is interesting because I figured it'd be the higher the number of kids, the more stressed out the mom is. Because Huron County, there's a lot, I know a lot of Dutch families that had like 12 kids. My girlfriend's dad, same as your family, there's nine kids altogether. You'd think that would be a lot more difficult. But no, I think when you have so many, like even four or more is less stressful, according to mothers. I think because by the time you have four, you got an older one that can help out with the middle two. Nine brothers and sisters in total in your household. And you said the, when the youngest was born, the oldest one was 20. Yeah. 
So you had like a fully grown, like working functional adult who could take care of the younger ones. Well, someone who could even father their own child by that point. I, I remember looking after my little sister. All just sort of take turns. I don't think my mom hardly saw her. That's we the, had so much fun hanging out with the strategy. Her. Yeah, you create your own <laughs> workforce. But I remember this with three kids. There was an instant stress when we had the third one. I think because you only have two hands, all of a sudden you're outnumbered too. There's only two parents. All three of them want you, and you're you're constantly being pushed and pulled between them all. So I, I get this this number three. There's more of them than there are of you. True, you're outnumbered. Three's a crowd. My family too. I have two brothers. Yeah, your mom was stressed out. I'm sure at times. I'm sure she was super stressed out. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. All the multitasking that goes on in women's brains. I think there's a lot more going on. You're thinking about the kids. You're thinking about the home. You're thinking about a lot of things. And this is coming from a man. So obviously we know what you're feeling, women. Well, we don't. But (laughs) one thing... I love how we as men will be like, I think childbirth is not as painful as my cold sore. Matt's suffering from a cold sore this morning. There was a study that found that having three kids more stressful than having any more or any less than three kids. Three kids is the most stressful number of kids you can have. Yeah, all of a sudden you're outnumbered. It's a stressful time to go through when you have that third kid. Almost half of women in the study said, not the kids stressing me out. 46% of women in the study said that their husbands or partners cause them more stress than their children do. Oh, man. (laughs) That's tough. Uh, I could see this. Is a husband sort of like another kid, having another kid in the house? Especially if he's got a cold. Yeah. (laughs) Dealing with another, another kid beached whale on the couch. It's probably 90% are more stressed out by their husband if they have a cold. Especially if their husband can't make soup properly and he's got a cold sore. Just the, just hitting the trifecta. You got the kid, the husband with the cold sore. And it, it hurts. hurts. No dinner. Oh, I can't get off the couch. I have a cold sore. Because he keeps putting mangoes in the soup. Oh, stop. The triple threat. <laughs> I'll never stop teasing you about that. <laughs> so husbands, at least I make soup. You do make soup. Yeah. And you make it well, I say with a question mark. I make dinner. You do. One thing off the, the stress plate. There you go. Right? You listening, Natalie? He makes dinner. I must say, that, though, I think husbands think they do more than they actually do. Right. Because they do one thing. Yeah. You just brag that's it. traditionally not expected of them. You brag about that one thing all day yeah, long. Yeah, and you think you're this big superhero because you made dinner? I did the dishes. That's one of 300 things. What else do you want from me? That the average woman has going on in their brain. Yeah. Again, we're men. So step ta- it up, guys. Ta- talking about what women are step thinking Step it about. up. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Well, we all have that one boring co-worker. What are you saying? Well... You're my only coworker. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say that because it's kind of obvious who you I'm You know talking. how you have that bald coworker you hate and you, you just, you want to punch them in the muck every day. And you wish you had a button to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Justin Trudeau, according to Alex Trebek. Yeah, Jeopardy, Jeopardy host. Uh, why did we say that at the same time? That was weird. <laughs> that but was I kind of dug it. Yeah. So he was sitting with Justin Trudeau at one point. For about 45 minutes. Can you imagine sitting with Alex Trebek for 45 minutes? I would want to drive into Lake Huron. He seems like he would be a boring guy in real life. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. The tone of his voice and everything. Then he saw Justin scratch something under his shirt. Ten seconds later, there was a knock on the door. His assistant comes in and, "Uh, Mr. Prime Minister, you have a meeting a meeting. Did you, do, Pre- did you do the air quotes like you did? No, probably not. <laughs> She's <but> totally <laughs> not even trying to hide it at all. She's like, so, sir, you have a meeting. 
Alex Trebek is convinced that he has a little uh, signal. Get me out of this conversation, would you? What is, I am bored. <laughs> what is, you're boring the hell out of me, Alex. 40 minutes of Alex Trebek. Holy you know, smoke. Pa- parents have to have, the kids are a button, right? Yeah. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody and you're just bored, bored to tears and you use the kids? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you. I love to talk. I have to go pick up the kids. Well, the other strategy I see parents do is they put words in the kid's mouth. What's that? What's that, Billy? You uh, oh, you want to get out of here? Yeah, it's time to go. Oh, what? You have to go to the bathroom? And the kid didn't say anything. You're thinking, are they just putting words in their mouth? I didn't hear the kid to say To get anything. out of this situation. Did, yeah. you, did you say something, no. little Billy? You're trying to get out of here, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like kids are a good excuse. I used to have this at the grocery store. You worked at a grocery store. Worked at a grocery store. Before and, you got and, into radio. And mothers and fathers would always talk through their kids. Oh, the prices are way better over at the other store. They would say it really loud, pretending they're talking to their kid. Within earshot of you, though? Yeah. Because they think you can change the prices? Yeah, they're really talking to me, but they're talking through the kids. That's a low blow. I wish the middle-aged grocery store manager would stack the produce better, don't you, little Timmy? Exactly. Talk through the kids. (laughs) Single tear rolling down your face. Every parent's done this. You can see right through it. It's pretty ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. (laughs) I've done it too, I'm sure. We all need a button. (laughs) Mornings with Matt and Fatty. I have had a few awkward experiences at weddings over the years. I was singing at a wedding. My dad was the officiant. Second wedding. Ex-wife's name was Vanjie. Current wife's name was Veronica. And my dad said the ex-wife's <laughs> name. Do you take Vanjie to be... <laughs> Oh, and this, it was a nasty divorce too. And the funny thing was, is nobody could hold in the gasp. You could hear it. Little gasps all over the place added up to one big, oh, oh did you hear they said this? Oh, oh my God, I said it. I think that's the ex-wife's name. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I felt bad for him. And then what song did you go into to break the mood? When you say nothing at all, which was kind of appropriate because he shouldn't have opened his mouth. No, sir. <laughs> Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Today's best country. Yeah, it happens. People have to just let it go. Fart sometimes. You gotta let it go. And what do you do if you're in the middle of uh, winning a game show? This happened on Wheel of Fortune. You get excited. You get a free spin. Or- hey, on a free play. A free play. Uh, excuse me. That's right. I didn't hear. All I heard was a noise. Oh. Oh, 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 we had two O's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just heard a sound, she had, unidentifiable. She had one, he, he had one big O there. Oh, yeah. And Pat Sajak's like trying to make it all, make her feel better. Oh, I just heard a sound. No biggie, haha. Uh-huh. And then he starts to laugh because her next letter is F. It really was. For farts, yeah. So he didn't, he didn't help mask it. You would have figured in post they could edit that, that sound. No, I mean, I would have just like quickly maybe put my hand under my armpit and like, Oh, haha, just having a little fun over here. Or, uh, done something to sort of distract, make it seem like it was something else. Or just change the name of the show to Wheel of Farchin. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. A lot of people just zipping down 21, uh, just flying down 21 during bad winter storms. And you never know what you're going to hit out there. A friend of mine saw a bed frame, wooden Ikea bed frame, on the southbound lanes of Highway 21 up in uh, southern Bruce County. Oh, did she grab it? Yeah, she stopped, pulled it off the road. And put it together at home? And yeah, it took us six hours. Six hours. To put it together. And Your it relationship's over now, too, Missing right? a couple screws, yeah, we've been yeah, broken. We broke it, yeah. up. Yeah. If you're trying to break up with somebody, <laughs> what we're saying is you buy some Ikea furniture, you try to assemble it, easy breakup solution. Or a ceiling fan. There you go. That's the backup plan. Why is the light spinning and not the fan? Oh, ceiling fans are a nightmare. They're brutal. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. 
I'm not a parent. I don't ever plan to be a parent. So when I hear stories told to me by parent Matt Hussey, also Morning Show co-host, it makes me appreciate my parents a little more. Matt was telling me a story about his son doing some work outside in the yard, doing some work on his, was it on the van? Yeah, there was a, you have a table he's building for his van. Yes, he has a camper van. So the bottom piece of this table had a bunch of old screws in it. And to get the screws loose, at first he was going to use a skill saw. Yeah, they were rusty screws. I hear the saw going, I'm like, who's using the saw? I go out and he's trying to cut some screws off with a skill saw. Part of the problem, I don't have good enough tools for his ambitions. And so I go out there, I'm like, dude, you can't do that. That'll bounce back in your face. And you'll die. You idiot, is what I would have said. You were kind and you just approached it nicely. So instead of using the skill saw, he grabs the garden shears, was it? Garden shears. He grabs the garden shears to cut these screws off. Manages to get them off, but (laughs) destroys the garden shears. Which I didn't notice till a little bit later. The the garden shears are completely destroyed, like just bent to no end. And I go to use it, I'm like, oh my (laughs) lord. I would rather you have destroyed the garden shears, obviously, than destroyed your face or cut your arm off. Which is a wonderfully optimistic approach to it because I would have said, hey, you still effed up, just not as badly as if you messed up your face. Destroyed my property and you're going to pay for it. But again, this is me as a non-parent approaching somebody who like, is in my imagination who like, I haven't raised as a child. No, I was thrilled that he used the garden shears and didn't mess up his body. Yeah. Which is, again, wonderfully optimistic. And you and I differ in that respect, which makes me appreciate you even more. And makes you appreciate that you didn't have kids, perhaps. Perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me appreciate the whole snip snip I had last year. Hopefully they didn't use garden shears. I was knocked out (laughs) completely, so I don't know. Maybe. I don't think they were warped, though. Or a saw. (laughs) I think I did hear the skill saw before they put me under. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. I used to drive back and forth to King Carden. I would always have those big trucks with their big wheels and sometimes Jeeps. They'd just fly past me, sometimes in the middle of a snow squall. I was in Exeter area yesterday, and it looked like a Jeep Wrangler that was in the ditch. Yeah. Airbag deployed, tow truck was there. It looked like a bad time. So why is it always these cars that you think should stay on the road? Are they just getting a little cocky, a little overconfident? Maybe, but I get it, though. You're in a big old truck with big old tires on it. Yeah, you You think you're invincible. You feel like the truck's not going anywhere, and ditchy ditch happens, and you're waiting three hours for a tow. I had this happen to me numerous times. These people that whizzed past me about 10 minutes up the road, they'd be the ones in the ditch. And I'll admit it, chuckled to myself. (laughs) Serves you right. Serves you right. Well, I get upset when people pass. How dare you put my life at risk? How dare you take potentially a father away from his kids? Screw you, You radio guy. Yeah. I don't like your station anyways. Look at you getting upset about things. I apologize. Don't drive irresponsibly. I have kids. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. Good news for bearded men. Beards very popular again over the last four or five years. Yeah, beards and plaid shirts and toques. They're not going anywhere. Well, they're seen as more attractive to the ladies. Asked 8,000 women to rate men on their attractiveness, okay? For a long-time romantic partner. I don't know if this has anything to do with it or not, why they picked bearded guys for the long-time partner. Heavy stubble came in number one. 
Full beards came in second, and the light stubble was considered third best. Cleanly shaven men were ranked the least attractive. I always thought, like, you see this in the movies. Oh, you clean up well. Clean shaven guy in a suit, yeah. Yeah. You would think so. But the phrasing of this study is very important because they chose bearded men for long-term partners, meaning short-term partners. They probably like the smooth guys. The opposite of that. They you know, they don't want to marry the smooth guy. They just want to hook up with the smooth guy. Right. Yeah. And then marry the bearded guy. Because bearded guys are weird. There's some bearded guys listening being like, I'm not weird. Yeah, you are. Maybe yeah. they're funny. Santa's pretty funny. So basically what this study shows is that ladies love that unkept, I don't care look. Look like they just rolled out of the unemployment line. So guys, keep those pajama pants on all day long. Especially at Walmart. They love it. Mornings with Matt and Fatty. A job interviewer asked this question to 200 people. One of them got the job. You're driving along in your car on a wild stormy night. You pass by a bus stop and you see three people waiting for the bus. One, an elderly lady who looks as if she's about to die. Two, an old friend who once saved your life. Three, the perfect woman you've been dreaming about. Which one would you choose to offer a ride to knowing that there could only be one passenger in your car? I'd drive by and pretend I didn't see any of them. (laughs) Uh, You probably wouldn't get the job. Equality. It's about equality. Right, maybe, depending on the interviewer. Yeah. Is, is there one in particular that you would choose? That, that stands out? Yeah. The old lady about to... So, okay. About to die. Let's break Looks it down. Like she's about to die. Let's break it down. Okay. I feel bad for all these people. Maybe not. I don't feel bad for the woman, but the old lady about to die, I, I'm not a health professional. I can't help her. See you, old lady. The friend who saved your life. The friend who saved my life? Yeah, seems reasonable, but... Well, I'll... I'll I'll pick you up another time. But you may never, ever get the chance to meet your perfect dream lover. But how do I know she's... This is so materialistic. It's so like judging the woman by how she looks. Okay. This isn't a feminist argument. No, but it's an interesting question. The one who got the job, I think, had the best answer. So here's probably the right answer. Hit them all. (laughs) (laughs) Hit the whole bus stop and keep going. Extra points. Hit the border. No. He simply answered, I would give the car keys to my old friend and then let him take the lady to the hospital. And then I would stay behind and wait for the bus with the woman of my dreams. There you go. Thinking outside of the box. That's all right. But what if I have to get somewhere? Well, then you're thinking about yourself and you're not good for this job. No, but that's a stupid employer. Oh, I'm on my way to work, but I'm going to loan my car to somebody else and not show up because I want to talk to a girl. Right, you wouldn't show up for work. Yeah, it's stupid. This employer was stupid to hire that guy. Was it a clever answer? Yes. But is this guy going to be a productive worker? Probably not. You're right. That boss was stupid and it's a stupid question. You're all stupid. Uh, I'm just bitter because I got the answer wrong. The country won-